Hello, priatelia. Hello, friends. Welcome to the podcast Learn Slovak and More. This show is about learning Slovak language, Slovak culture, traditions, and everything in between. I am your host Božena, a native of Slovakia, Slovak language teacher, and unshakable optimist dedicated to helping you learn Slovak language at your best. This is season one and episode nine. In today's episode, I'm talking about one small pilgrimage site near my hometown. In the Slovak lesson, you will learn more adjectives and some colors. My story today is about Shepherd Michal and his family. This is part two of the series about Shepherd Michal. These stories are for what I called false beginners and intermediate level. So, what do you say? Tak čo poviete? I say, poďme na to. Let's go after it. Poďme na to. Hello a vítajte. Hello and welcome again. I'm so glad to have you here. If you've just found this podcast, click the button subscribe or follow in your app podcasts and leave a review about the part that you enjoyed the most. I'd appreciate your feedback very much. If you are serious about learning Slovak language, you should start with the trailer or the first episode. Check my notes of each episode where you can find written lessons of Slovak. Refer to the timestamps if you want to go back and re-listen a certain part of the show. Today, after talking about a fun fact about a miracle that happened in the 17th century, you will learn more Slovak adjective as well as some colors in Slovak. Then you can hear another story about Shepard Michal and his family. It is in Slovak and again, this story is for less advanced learner of Slovak. Now, let me ask you a question. Have you ever visited any pilgrimage site yet? I'm not talking about the most visited or the most popular ones like Muslim pilgrimage to Mecca or the pilgrimage to the Western Wall of Jerusalem or the most popular pilgrimage in Europe known as Way of St. James in Spain. I am thinking about smaller ones that usually have an intimate feel to it. I'm talking particularly about one small pilgrimage site near my hometown. Its name is Klokocho. Fun fact, do you know that this village of Klokocho is known to be the most significant pilgrimage place in the entire Zemplin region? And the answer is yes. Klokocho is known as the most significant pilgrimage place in the entire Zemplin region. It is also one of the most important pilgrimage sites for all Slovak Greek Catholics. In summer, believers come not only from the Zemplin region, but also from other places in Slovakia. They meet on this site that is dedicated to Virgin Mary and pray for her forgiveness. The pilgrimage happens in that particular place because of one miracle that supposedly took place there in the past. According to Greek Catholic historians, The icon of Virgin Mary cried tears in 1670. That is 1670. Pretty soon it was recognized by the church as a miracle and the first pilgrimages started. 
Today, a copy of the original icon hangs in the Greco-Catholic temple that was built in 1835. Let me tell you more about how this miracle happened. And again, I am not a historian, but I like history very much. I read and search for things that interest me, and then I try to share it. If I get across some proved historical documents, I always tell you. If it is just a legend or a story of locals, I'll tell you that too. So just sit back and enjoy the following information that I found about this miracle that happened in the village of Klokočov. Klokočov lies on the north border of the Michalovce district. The first written record about the village comes from 1358. The miracle happened in the 17th century when Klokočov was a small village under the foothills of the Vyhorlat Mountains. It belonged to the Starai noble family of Michalovce, the noble family that I've already mentioned in my previous episodes. In the middle of the village was a small wooden church. Before I talk more about this village, I have to give you some historical points so you can understand the whole story. The 17th century in Slovakia was full of constant wars. The Hungarian Protestant nobility was fighting against the Habsburg rule, backed up by the Hungarian Catholic aristocracy. The poor Slovaks suffered a lot of violence and cruelty from soldiers on both sides, who plundered villages and burned down churches, sometimes even entire villages. In 1670, the Protestant crusaders, also known as Kuruci, on their way to attack Michalovce, were passing the village of Klokočo. The people ran into the church to seek protection from the Virgin Mary. As they were praying, they noticed that the icon of the Virgin Mary was shedding tears. Then the Protestant soldiers broke into the church and started to destroy the crosses and other religious objects. When one of the soldiers noticed that the icon of the Virgin Mary was shedding tears, he wanted to destroy it. But one of the parishioners was able to grab the icon and ran with it into the woods. In their anger, the soldiers burned down the church, but the miraculous icon was saved. It was taken to Preshov to preserve it until they could rebuild their church. The Count of Presho and the region of Šarish came from the Rakutsi family, who resided in the Mukachevo castle. So the miraculous icon was taken by Countess Sofia to the castle of Mukachevo, which is today in the territory of the Ukraine. In 1703, Francis II Rakotsi started an insurrection against the Habsburgs in Austria. He was defeated and all the treasures of the Rakotsi family were confiscated and taken to the imperial court in Vienna. Among the confiscated items was the miraculous icon of Klokocho, which was then placed in a private chapel of the imperial palace. The magistrate of Preshov insisted that the miraculous icon be returned to the city hall from where it was taken by Countess Sofia, but Vienna was ignoring his request. Finally, Empress Maria Theresa ordered a copy of the miraculous icon to be made, which was then returned to the city of Preshov in 1769. 
The parishioners of Klokocho insisted that the icon should be returned to their church where the miracle happened in 1670. But the Bishop of Preschel did not want to part with the icon. He rather commissioned another artist to make another copy, which he then donated to the church in Klokocho. So finally, starting with 1913, Klokocho became one of the main pilgrimage sites for Greek Catholics in Slovakia. So what happened to the original icon of Klokocho? Nobody knows. The imperial palaces in Vienna were searched, especially the apartments of Maria Theresa, but the icon could not be found. In July 2021, a group of 500 people from Slovakia went to Rome and held an unofficial audience with Pope Francis. They asked him to bless the copy of the Virgin Mary, and he did. Now let's get to our Slovak lesson. Today we are going to continue to learn more Slovak adjectives in singular. Remember that for one English adjective word, there are three in the Slovak language because we have three genders. Let's review those three genders. So there are three genders, masculine, feminine, and neuter. Masculine adjectives in singular and in Y pronounced E. For example, pekni. Feminine adjectives and in A pronounced a, for example, pekna, and neuter adjectives and in e, pronounced e, for example, pekne. So it goes pekni, pekna, pekne. And all this translate as pretty in English. To use the correct form of the adjective, you need to know the gender of the noun the adjective refers to. You will understand this better when we start practicing it. Today, we practice just the adjectives standing alone, but in the next episode, we are going to practice nouns and adjectives in very short sentences. So stay tuned in. But now, let's start practicing. Pojme nato. I'm going to pronounce all three genders together. For example, pekni, pekna, pekne. And then give you a pause to repeat it. Počúvajte a zopakujte. Listen and repeat. Number one. Hladný, hladná, hladné. Meaning hungry. Repeat. Hladný, hladná, hladné. One more time. Hladný, hladná, hladné. Number two, smedni, smedna, smedne, meaning thirsty. Repeat, smedni, smedna, smedne. One more time, smedni, smedna, smedne. Number three, unaveni. Unavena, unavene, meaning tired. Repeat, unaveni, unavena, unavene. 
one more time. Unaveni, unavena, unavene. Number four, mudri, mudra, mudre, meaning smart. Repeat, mudri, mudra, mudre. One more time, mudri, mudra, mudre. Number five, hlupi, hlupa. Hlupe, meaning dumb or not smart. Repeat, hlupi, hlupa, hlupe. One more time, hlupi, hlupa, hlupe. All right, now let's learn some colors. Počúvajte a zopakujte. Number one. Bieli, biela, biele. Meaning white. Repeat. Bieli, biela, biele. One more time. Bieli, biela, biele. Number two. Modri, modra, Modre, meaning blue. Repeat, modri, modra, modre. One more time, modri, modra, modre. Number three, červený, červená, červené, meaning red. Repeat, červený, červená, červené. One more time, červený, červená, červené. Number four, zelený, zelená, zelené. Meaning green. Repeat. Zelený, zelená, zelené. One more time. Zelený, zelená, zelené. Number five. Hnědý, hnědá, hnědé. Meaning brown. Repeat. Hnědý, hnědá, hnědé. One more time. Hnědý, hnědá, hnědé. Number six. Čierny, čierna, čierne. Meaning black. Čierny, čierna, čierne. One more time. Čierny, čierna, čierne. 
And that is all for our Slovak lesson today. Next, you are going to listen to my story about Michal and his family. Pastier Michal a jeho rodina. Časť 2. Niekde vo svete je svetadiel Európa. Niekde v Európe je krajina Slovensko. Niekde na východe Slovenska je malá osada a v tej osade žije mladý pastier, ktorý sa volá Michal. Michal má veľmi peknú manželku. Ona sa volá Anna. Má tmavozelené oči, vlnité blond vlasy a očarujúci úsmev. Anna má 25 rokov a stará sa o veľa vecí, ale hlavne o deti. Deti sa volajú Mária, Janko, Katka, Zuzka a Joško. Mária je najstaršia a má 8 rokov. Je veľmi pekná a múdra, ako jej matka. Má tiež tmavozelené oči ale má svetlohnedé vlasy a veľmi chudé nohy. Každý deň musí dávať pozor na svojich mladších súrodencov a tak nemá čas pre nič iné. Janko má 6,5 roka, má hnedé oči a blond vlasy. Janko je najlepší pomocník svojho otca Michala. Každý deň ide za otcom Michalom na pastvu. Každý deň mu prinesie obed a pomôže mu zahnať ovce späť do dediny. Katka má 5 rokov. Má hnedé oči a hnedé vlasy. Katka chce byť bylinkárka, ako jej babka, a tak celý deň chodí po lúke a zbiera bylinky. Potom ich suší a viaže do uzlíčkov. Keď ich má veľa, zoberie ich k babke a tá jej povie, na čo sú tie bylinky dobré. Zuzka má 3 roky a celý deň sa hrá v kuchyni. Hovorí, že sa chce naučiť tak dobre variť, ako jej mama. Zuzka má hnedozelené oči a hnedé vlasy. Zuzka nemá rada psov, ale má veľmi rada mačky. Veľmi rada sa s nimi hrá. Joško je najmladší a nemá ani jeden rok. On je iba bábetko. Veľmi milé bábetko. Má svetlé vlasy a zatiaľ modré oči. Joško nerobí nič, iba celý deň spí. Keď nespí, tak plače alebo je. A malý Joško je asi 6 krát na deň. On je veľmi hladný. 5 detí, to je veľa práce. Každé ráno Anna musí vstať veľmi skoro. Kým deti ešte spia, Musí zakúriť v piecke, zamiesiť na chlieb, 
postaviť vodu na čaj a uvariť kašu. Keď je cesto hotové na chlieb, upečie chlieb a nakrmi sliepky. Michal zatiaľ kosí trávu a suší ju na seno. To je pre ovce na zimu. Keď je chlieb hotový, Anna zabalí raňajky do obrúska pre Michala a vyprevádí ho z domu. Keď sa deti zobudia, musí ich poumývať, obliecť a nakrmiť. Potom musí uvariť obed a poslať Janka s obedom za Michalom na pastvu. Po obede, keď dá deti spať, perie a upravuje oblečenie pre deti. Potom musí trochu upratať a variť večeru. Michal príde domov a najprv ide po vodu, aby sa mohli večer všetci poumývať. Potom nanosí drevo, aby Anna mala dosť dreva na varenie. Keď má Michal čas, hrá sa s deťmi. Po večeri, keď už deti spia, aj Anna s Michalom idú spať. Sú veľmi unavení a ráno musia zase skoro vstať. Ale taký je už život. Alright, to je všetko pre dnešok. That is all for today. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I am so grateful that you listened to the end of this episode. I will be back next week with more. Check out the notes about my podcast and please tell everyone about this podcast so they can enjoy it too. To get the free copy of the full transcript of the story, send an email with subject Shepherd Michal's Family Part 2 to my email hello at boženaslovak.com. Hello at boženaslovak.com. Also, check my Instagram at boženaslovak. Thank you. And until I hear from you again, ciao. Ďakujem a do počutia.